Hi, beautiful people. We are on week three of our emergency uh, realignment detox. It is officially winter solstice. We have Mercury that has gone into Capricorn as of the 20th. We also have the grand conjunction and the winter solstice happening on today, the 21st. I'm actually recording this on the 20th. So I'm actually recording this as Mercury has entered into Capricorn, which is very interesting because the episode that I have released on today, which is our week three official overview of our um, uh, week three uh, detox, I definitely went into, it's so crazy because Mercury entering into Capricorn encourages planning, foresight, and discretion. And it also can feel a bit stuck in the muddish and uh, with its abundant like caution, but this is definitely a placement that is giving you a bit of a straight up, overall clarity right just straight to the point Capricorn is all about structure fundamentals practicality and the episode was very deeply in that energy and I hadn't even thought about the actual alignments per day for today until now because I'm recording a separate episode so that's a very interesting thing also on the 19th we had J jupiter going into aquarius now this was really good news because jupiter finally is leaving capricorn jupiter is the planet of expansion we already know we're so familiar with jupiter and capricorn this year um and so after it's moving out of capricorn moving into aquarius while it doesn't have any essentially um major immediate signs um or major you know aha moments right off the bat it does mean that our planet of jupiter which is the planet of international uh, relations expansion travel education belief systems law etc so on abundance it is bringing principles of expansion and growth in those areas and it brings principles and expansion of growth in any sign that it transits through or within. So for example, the government played a big role this year in everyone's lives, which is hence quote unquote Capricorn. It, it signifies Capricornian energy. And the influence was heavily um, destroyed almost, you know, completely and, and still will be still, there's a lot of work to be done, but the initiate, the initiative of creating that tearing down of has began the dismantling has began which will be destroying it as we know it for good um in financial right and arguably for for bad it has been significant shutdowns we faced um the enforcement of of such shutdowns now with jupiter transiting through aquarius there's going to be a focus on growing our technology socially in a way that we haven't seen before it will be interesting to see that the how the new rollouts of government programs across the world including um countries right shifting to programs more in line with the universal basic income model opposed to global globalization or uh, ignoring the local desires or needs of those particular uh, programs 
this is going to be very interesting along with Uranus in Taurus going against Jupiter and Saturn in Aquarius throughout 2021. So there's going to be some large shifts, global, social and economic perspectives, but We'll talk about that more later in 2021. I don't really want to talk about that, but just know that the last Jupiter, the last time Jupiter was in Aquarius was in 2009 and uh, Barack Obama was inaugurated as the president of the United States. Hence, for those of you who don't know, the first African-American man to do so. Um, It seems very fitting that Kamala Harris will be the first woman of color um, who is also of Asian descent. Um, will also be assuming the vice president in January of 2021, same time that Jupiter is in Aquarius. So it's very, very interesting. December 20th, Mercury again. I'm recording this on the day that Mercury has entered into Capricorn. And then when this will be released, which will be under the energy of, which we're already under the energy of the Grand Conjunction. I've personally been feeling it for the last week or so. It's been a lot going on and I know that this is going to bring a lot of things that are going to be unfolding under this element we are under the great the great conjunction and the winter solstice this is hands down one of the most important day of this month it is the most important day of this month and it falls on the winter solstice no less as you know the winter solstice means that the sun is at the lowest point as it travels through the northern hemisphere giving us the shortest day in light and the longest night of the year the first day of winter is always associated with the sun entering into Capricorn so we're also being gushed out of Sagittarian energy into Capricorn. So you guys know that the sun in Capricorn is usually a time of ambition, but it's no coincidence that there's a Capricorn sun in the background of our many New Year's resolutions every year. But for the last couple of years, people have started to view resolutions as what they are, just resolutions, not real things that you've really stuck to throughout the the year which Capricorn energy because it's gulfed under that Capricornian element it makes sense that when the Capricorn season shifts so do your goals and so do your perspectives and your ability to see those goals through now the earth sign which is Capricorn wants to achieve if it could talk it would say show me the money okay it's very much a practical sign it is not about illusions of life it is just about work ethic cool detached attitude that doesn't get overwhelmed by the trappings of emotions however capricornian energy does feel them but it just transmutes that energy into other ways which is a good and bad thing depending on the circumstance situation or the environment it is in but the sun in capricorn by itself alone it's no longer with Jupiter or Saturn and its comrades okay so on December 21st when when Jupiter and Saturn form a grand conjunction I spoke about the grand conjunction I released an episode about the grand conjunction so if you're wanting to know more about it please listen to that um, where I go in really 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 good depth of explaining what this signifies and what could be coming from this now The Grand Conjunction happens every once every 20 years. So if you've heard politicians talk about the Great Reset after the COVID um, decremation that was in this year, 2020, 
Um, this might just be the beginning of it. Okay, this is definitely a start of yet another new cycle within the reset that has been occurring and signified and exemplified within 2020. And this new cycle is beginning in the sign of Aquarius. Aquarius is an air sign. It is all about intellect. It is all about innovation, technology, and it is a very free, detached from emotions type of intellectual processing energy. Okay. Um, so it's all about revolutioning, revolutionizing the current way that you live and breaking away from restriction, breaking away from things that don't work, figuring out how it's going to work and connect to the things that you are mostly impacted by and how is it going to include the majority um, without feeling so crippled by strict regimen or doctrine that just no longer works, okay? For the last 200 years, Saturn-Jupiter conjunctions have been happening in Earth signs. The final one being May of 2000 in Taurus. For the next 150 years plus, Jupiter-Saturn conjunctions will be in air signs only. So throughout the next 20 years of our life, for the rest of our life, God willing, we make it, we will only see it in air signs, okay? The fact is that this is the first one in this air series and it is very significant because it's going to change the energy intensely. It's going to change the way you see things, change the way you address things, change the way you have viewed things and how you operate within the constraints that you have been placed in. So it's going to definitely shift who you are, how you operate and what you allow yourself to be connected to thus far. Okay. Now, the transition to air is going to shake up the way that you communicate and even the ideas that collectively you have as human beings. Your social and economic systems are under new major review under this influence as vision, which is signifying Jupiter, and it's going to meet its pragmatism, which is Saturn. So in a sign more dedicated to social equality and the needs of many other than the needs of individuals, Aquarius, right? Where it's all about collective. It's not about selfishness. So again, I've said this many, many times. If you are someone who operates out of me, 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 then you will not survive. If you are someone who has worked on me so that me can be a better attribute to the we that is at hand, then you'll be great. Okay. Now, with the great conjunction being squared by, which is very close vicinity to Uranus and Taurus, we're going to definitely have some major, major shakeups in global order that is coming ahead of us. So for everybody who thinks 2021 is going to miraculously be something significantly different than 2020, you are right, but it ain't what you think it's going to be. It's not going to be easy, breezy, cool. Let's get through this. We still got a lot of work to do, and it's not going to be until 2023, 24 that we actually are able to breathe a sigh of release of all the disruptions that have to occur for us to get down to the halfway point of the dismantlement that is going to be happening, whether we're here to see it or not. Okay. So things will continue to be shaken up. Brace yourself. Now, December 23rd, we have the final Mars Pluto square, the final Mars Pluto square, which means the battle. 
of Mars, which is the planet of action, fire, results, going, taking the initiative, and Pluto, which is about death, rebirth, and transformation, arising two days before Christmas. It is going to finalize its it come back with a bang. The good news is that this means that Mars is on its way out of the lineup. He's been in over for the last few months, right? But he's going to go out with a bang in a very disrespectful, violent way. So brace yourself. This is not fear mongering. This is the damn truth. Look at 2020 and listen to my previous episodes where I speak about the Mars and Pluto conjunctions throughout 2020. And every single time I spoke about the Mars and Pluto conjunction, we know all hell broke loose. So brace yourself yet again. And then on the 24th and the 25th, we got a moon in Taurus, which is a very usually is a very stabilizing influence, seeking good food, wine, quality, because Taurus is about aesthetics. It's Venetian. So it's about, you know, what something feels like, what it looks like, what it smells like. How can we get closer and da, 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 da right? But as we know right now, Uranus is in Taurus, which means with Uranus being the planet of unpredictable energy, very unpredictable, very sudden. It's all about quick change, quick shifts. With that being in Taurus, just know that mm, a very normal, calm, relaxing, beautiful aesthetic of what we normally would receive with the Taurus moon could be interrupted by sudden bursts and disruptions, right? And we also have Mercury going close vicinities with Uranus on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. So the probability of people having Christmas gatherings over Zoom and FaceTime is what it is. You gotta be safe out here. There's a lot of things happening. There's a lot of things unfolding and you got to be careful and you have to think for beyond your own personal desires. Again, that's that Aquarian energy. If you're someone who is operating out of selfishness, you will not survive. You're not gonna like this change. You're not gonna like it any more than you liked it going into Capricorn this year. You're gonna hate it, but guess what, baby? You're gonna have to reap the seeds that you sow, so you better be careful. Okay, now, December 27th through the 30th, we have a full moon in Cancer, which is when we're gonna do our final release of this week three. We also have the sun creating a very uh, impactful connection with Uranus, and we have Venus and Neptune going against each other. So, the sun and Uranus connection is going to encourage a lot of free thinking, independence, and technological breakthroughs. And then on the 29th, you have the full moon with a very close eight degrees of cancer. It's not going to be as heavy um, going forward now that Jupiter and Saturn have kind of moved out of Capricorn, but you still have Pluto lingering in the sign. So as cuddly and cozy as us Cancerans want to be, it's still going to be plagued by some intensity of emotion from Pluto. So there's going to be a lot of work that is still coming up. A lot of emotions, a lot of feelings, a lot of deep rooted purging that is still going to happen under this full moon. So be very mindful of that. It's going to be very, 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 it's going to be a very long time before 
cancer moons and these cancer full moons are going to be restored back to the lovely, nice, cuddly type of energy. And if you have any cancers in your life, um, you may have noticed that their energy has gone more from, you know, Capricorn is the opposite sign of cancer. And so when you have Capricorn going into um, when you have Capricorn and cancer, typically C Capricorn is what we've experienced this year. The, the fundamentals, the things that matter on the core level, as far as the practicality and how does this make sense? Stable, stable wise and et cetera. So on, and you have cancer. That's the loving, nurturing, supportive, caring, you know, mothering type of energy. And if you have cancers around you or you yourself have cancer placements in your birth chart, then you notice that the more you have the, the normal of you, would be more compassionate and empathetic and more, con, you know, concerned with helping someone heal and empathetic and all of that. Now you're going into more of that Capricornian aspect of, okay, this doesn't make sense this way. I'm not associating with this. I'm not going to let you in this way. I don't like how you're acting. I don't like how you are allowing yourself to navigate through these different times. And I don't rock with the way that you are. So I'm cutting you off. Like that's the cancering aspect. And that's the part that people don't like to speak about because they always want to associate cancers with emotions. Yes, we have emotions, but that doesn't mean tears. It also doesn't mean clingy. It can definitely be we don't fool with you and you're cut off. OK, so you're in this space where we're going to have this energetic of Venus, which is normally a very sensual, uh, beautiful connection with Neptune. Right. But it's going to definitely bring the possibility of confusion and rifts in your relationships and finances because Venus also rules finances. So be very mindful and be very careful because with Mercury, which is the planet of communication being in Capricorn, um, the bluntness, the, um, unfluffiness of the way that we communicate our emotion, the way we communicate our feelings and what we think and what we feel and what we want and what we desire will not be on the cancer inside of emotional, empathetic, nurturing type of, uh, energy. It's going to definitely be in more bottom line in your face this is what it is point blank period right so be very mindful of that be very careful of the tensions that can arise and be very mindful of your spending habits I know it's Christmas I know people like to spend money on Christmas because that's how they try to show their love but this is about more than that okay this is about getting to the root of what really matters and allowing that to manifest as your truth okay then on the 31st of December we have a Leo moon on New Year's Eve so what are you going to do on New Year's Eve uh well for me I'll be in the house but there is a full moon, a fun moon that is going to be in Leo that evening, but the moon is on its own. It doesn't have a lot of support from other planets. And being that the moon signifies things that are hidden, things that are um, beneath the veil, things aren't as clear. There's a very intuitive, heightened emotion to it. Um, it is going against Uranus and opposed by our great conjunction, which I just spoke about, which can pull you far, far out of your comfort zone. It is not um, because some, let me see, it's not because some kind of, you know, illusion. It's more so that the truth is being revealed. The truths are coming out. Intentions will be arising and we will all be glad to see 2020 exit. We'll all be happy to see this happen, but it's the New Year's Eve that is also signifying that those that are looking for 
a calm refuge and ability to just escape the reality of hands that we've had in 2020, it's not going to happen in 2021. This year has a lot of different surprises in store, and I'm going to talk more about that in, in January. But right now, this is the reality at hand. This is the truth of, of what we are seeing. And the next week in the last week of December is going to definitely show you more of what we are seeing when it comes to the overview of the, the foundation that's been laid, laid for 2021. So what does this have to do with our week three of our emergency realignment detox. Well, it has a lot because this week's focus is soul reparations. It is about us connecting to our soul. It's about us digging deep, releasing the old and allowing us to rest in the truth of that and also freeing ourselves from the obligation of having to be attached to it in order to find significance in being alive, being a human being, being here and making an impact beyond yourself. This is not about superficial things. This is not about superficial buildings. This is not about trying to create this reality of a false new norm. We are really in a new norm and that's going to start with you. So many people are still trying to remain who they are, the way that they are, the way that they feel um, going into this new shift of energy. We are definitely changing globally, but so is the reality and the ground that you yourself are walking on. You're having to allow yourself to deal with the truth of that. And that's not easy. That's not something everyone wants to do, but it has to be done whether you want it to or not. And so with us being with a lot of Aquarian energy, Aquarian rules, Aquarius energy is air energy. So it is more so of being in that element of intellectualizing the realities, processing them, being detached from them in an emotionally expressive way, but allowing yourself to process that in an intelligent way that allows you to see things for what they really are from afar. It is not about being so deeply engulfed in it emotionally that you allow the waves of the physical feelings of it or the, um, the emotional feelings of it to hold you back from detaching from something that is not good for you, detaching from something that isn't working from you, detaching from something that has been holding you back and you have been allowing it to hold you back out of this self-inflicted obligation to see it through. It is about really choosing to release that of which that doesn't work and allowing yourself to create a new form of reality that works beyond you having to be emotionally immersed in it full force. So this is a very different energy. This is not a grounded energy. Air is air. You can't contain it. You can't control it. It's going to do what it needs to do and go where it needs to go. You just have to be willing to flow with it. We are once again in this energetic space of flow, 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 flow. You must flow. You cannot Allow yourself to be so stuck and stagnant that you just want to hold yourself, you know, down and you don't want to, you want to be weighed down because that's where your comfort line goes. No, because the changes and the things that are being impacted on a root level are going to force you out of that. 
Okay, so we're in this space where you're going to have to take the time that you need. And that is why we're on week three. And I went over the elements and the things that are going to happen within this week, because it's very important that you understand it is beyond your own comprehension. It is something else at play. And these are things that are going to affect you majorly. They're going to affect how you approach certain things they are going to affect the frequency that you're feeling. It's going to unconsciously contribute to the things that are going to occur within this week for you. So as we're in this space, we want to be filled with joy. We want to be optimistic. We want to look forward to running beyond the traumatic experience of 2020. Baby, the truth is you cannot. It is your part of your life. We've chosen this path by default. This is where we are. This is who we are. And your reality that you're living in your own vicinity is based on your own doing. So we're having to sit with that truth. We're having to de decompose what we've allowed ourselves to re remain attached to. And we're having to finally release it and move fo forward. Hold space for the new. Hold space for rebirth. Hold space for the change and the shifts that you've been asking for. Even if it doesn't feel good in the moment, it will be worth it in the end. Okay, this is about tending to your needs, tending to what I need, making sure that I am completely whole internally first so that I have the capacity to withhold what is coming. Trust me, this week is going to be very significant for the release that we're doing for the last week. And anybody who has listened to or or contributed or did or participated in the cleanse from 2019 to 2020, you guys know how powerful that is. And you know how powerful that shift is. And you know how powerful that perspective change is because it allows you to see things from a different space. It is required of you. It is necessary of you. And you cannot run from what is inevitable. Okay, there is some things that you're having to understand. There are some things that you have to know. There are some things that you're going to have to put into practice because you're going to have to allow yourself to go through that process so that you're able to see the results of the fruit that you have laid. Now, you're needing to release some things. Now, being that we are a week away from our release, you know, uh, ceremonial, you know, release, there is a big thing that people are needing to understand that they're needing to release in this, this idea that you don't need anyone else but you. It's this idea that you can be so judgmental about everything, but not willing to accept the judgments of others when it comes to you. It's about identifying where you have been so biased and that has stagnated your own growth to your de demise. And that is something that you're needing to address. That's something that you're needing to walk in. That's something that you're needing to understand. There is inevitably changes happening within the world. Inevitably, there are things that are inevitably happening with how we socially interact. Inevitably, there are things that are being burned to the ground, destroyed, and they will never be able to come back. And that is in every area of our life. That is when it comes to how we view politics. That's when we, what we do when it comes to governmental uh, things. That is how we operate in our corporations. This is how we are looking at interacting with people on a soul level, how we're looking at our relationships, etc. So on all of these things 
are a major, major part of the reconstructuring that is happening with us internally and externally. We can't change that. We cannot hide from that. We cannot fix it and we cannot escape the reality of that. We can't push forward so quickly that we don't accept that it exists, nor can we allow ourselves to be in a space where we are blinded by the truth of it. Because whether you are watching the impacts happen front head on or whether you're trying to choose to not see it coming, you will be hit. And that's just the reality at hand. So now it's about protecting yourself, providing a safe place for yourself and building a space of refuge for you. And then people are asking, what are, you know, conclusions when it comes to my relationships? I'm wanting this. I'm needing this. I'm needing the love. I'm wanting the love. I'm like, okay, that's great. You are. But the work that needs to be done to sustain that love is what is, is holding you back. Your relationships are not going to be what you need them to be because you cannot be in a relationship with yourself while neglecting yourself and hoping that the other party brings everything that it's needed to hold the weight of the totality of the connection. That's not going to work. That's just not going to work. No one is sent to fix you. No one is sent to complete you. No one is sent to give you what you will not and refuse to give yourself. I'm not sorry for that. That's just what it is. So it's allowing yourself to see that parts in your relationship where you have been dysfunctional. You're just not even capable of having a healthy relationship because the relationship that you have with yourself is already a disaster. It is a hot mess. And there is nothing anyone can say to you that will shift that reality for you because you refuse to see the truth in that reality. You just are having a, your, your relationships are a hot mess because you're a hot mess. And I mean, that's just what it is. And then if you're someone who has this savior syndrome, who feels like I love people who are toxic, I can fix people that have all of these, you know, inner demons that they are loving on. I can fix that. I can come and save them from themselves. That's going to be the death of you, boo. Let it go. Let it go, because if this is not going to help you on a foundational level, then the conclusion that you're wanting and the result that you're wanting from a connection that was never sent to be that for you is going to be what destroys every part that you are allowing yourself to be a part play in. Right. Basically, it's just going to just going to do more than good for you. What type of prosperity is is ahead? What type of connecting is ahead? What type of abundance is ahead? Well, there's a lot of abundance that may be ahead for you. There is a lot of things that can grow from you doing the, the, the root work on yourself, the soul deep penetrating acknowledgement of self. There's so much that can grow from that, but only when you connect to those very things that are needing to be nurtured. You're needing to understand not that I want to nurture something one way, but how does this thing need to be nurtured? And am I willing, do I have the capacity to give it exactly what it needs? There are so many personal issues that people are hoping Harry's and comes up and closes out. 2020 has been a disrespectful as Thing, okay, this is disrespectful. That's just the only word that I could just come up with that is not that is PG 13. Okay, it is just a absolute hot mess, and that has triggered so many different things. 
but we can't escape from what is exposed. We can't escape from the reality at hand. We have to understand that those very things that we have lost have given us something that we haven't lost and we have to decide what we're going to pour into that final piece of hope, that final piece of opportunity, that final piece of resurgence of self, that little bit of my sanity that I have, what am I willing to pour into that to make sure that I'm able to proceed? Because I do have a little bit of self left and that little bit of self is what's going to help me plant the seeds that I need to plant so that I can become whole again. So what is it that I'm needing to do? What am I needing to do? For some of us, we've been in this space where we have held on to this pain. We have dealt with this pain. We have not been able to just exhale a, a place of release because it's been one thing after another thing, after another thing, after another thing. And guess what, boo, it's gonna keep on going. It's gonna keep on starting. That's just the reality at hand because we cannot ignore that this, this year has been a massive reset in a decade, a massive change in our life for over 37 years. This year has been everything that we have anticipated it to be and more. It has brought us to the realities that we have allowed ourselves to be in a bubble against and not re realize. If you are someone who has been had, who has had the privilege to not see the realities of life being lived outside of your own bubble, welcome to reality. Welcome to reality. Nobody owes you anything but you. Welcome to reality. This is the world where you don't always get what you put in, but you can guarantee that you're going to get some shit that's going to force you to be willing to pour into yourself. Welcome to reality. So there are death to beliefs. There are death to our inner beings in a way. Death to our confidence. Death to our illusion of success. Death to our perspectives and our, you know, um, the things that we've allowed ourselves to be alliance with. All of these different things have fallen to the wayside and only the things that were meant to survive did. And there have been some unfortunate casualties because of this. There have been some unfortunate realizations because of this. There's been a lot of tears. There've been a lot of pain. There's been a lot of anguish. There've been a lot of outbursts that have been a result of everything that we have hoped didn't exist. And then boom, we realize the government doesn't really care and put you first. We realize that the economy is actually the stock market that many of the poor don't even contribute to. We realize that a lot of people live in a state of privilege that they refuse to see beyond only when it is proven to compensate them what is when they want to take a stand. We realize that black lives only matter when black lives are profitable. And we understand that a lot of us within our own communities hate each other because of what we can't be, because of what we refuse to be, because of what we don't see ourselves as. We realized a lot of political biasness, a lot of racism, a lot of bigotry, a lot of disregard of humanity. We realized a lot of that and the death of those things and the birth of so much more is why we will never be the same. And it is now an opportunity for you to take a deep breath and excel and sit in that truth. 
sit in the truth. It hurts, it stings, it's unfortunate, and it makes you question everything you thought you knew, but it's time to just exhale because the world ain't done yet. The answers, the answers that you've been wanting, the world, the world has been promising rebirth, promising changes, promising shifts, and guess what, it's here. The things that have kept you up at night, oh yeah, you got some closure coming to those things. The things that have caused you to battle with those inner demons and those addictions and those things that you have tippered and played Russian roulette with, such as your life, oh yeah, there, there are some conclusions that are coming from that. There are some repercussions that are coming for your negligence, for your abandonment, whether that be of self, whether that be of things or people that you cared about, things or people that have abandoned or disregarded and disrespected you, there are some repercussions that are coming from that. And regardless to if you're ready or not, they're here. And for some of you, that's a great thing. It's like, thank you. For others of you, it's like, oh, hell no. My truth about to be exposed. Welcome to reality. Welcome to reality. For a lot of us, we've been doing a lot of work. We've been doing a lot of work and we've been doing a lot of work on our own. We've been doing a lot of work by ourselves. We have been sticking to this method of independence that has caused a lot of self-inflicted trauma because we can't trust other people. We fear that we will be left behind. So we stockpile for our future, only to realize that you still need a partner in crime to handle a lot of the weight that you carry. And so it's creating this aura and this uh, reality that God is really in control. And if you are doing the reparations of your soul, if you are connecting to yourself, if you're doing the work that you need, then you know that everything you put out, you get back in one way, shape or form. And God seems to have this way of bringing you everything you need right when you think you don't need it anymore, only to be used in the very moment that you need it most. So it's very important to pay attention to these things and understand that your work is not in vain. The work that you've done on yourself, the work that you've done in the community, the work that you've done with those that are connected to you, the work that you put in is not in vain. It is going to pay off. God is in control. And no matter what tears apart around you, Everything that is teared apart has a matching piece somewhere in the chaos. Okay, so please don't give up. Don't give up hope. Understand that it's all going to work out the way that it needs to work out. And you must continue to have faith in yourself, faith in your dreams, faith in what you want, faith in what you desire, faith in what you think is possible because it is. It just takes work and it doesn't come on your time. It comes on the time that it's ordained. It comes on God's timing. It is what is needing to be had. It is what's going to happen. You know that. You know that. Okay. There is definitely a lot that is going to be birthed from this. People are really connecting with their soul tribe. People are really connecting with the things that matter the most on a soul level. And what does that look like for you? What do you want? What do you deserve? It is no longer about your desires. What do you deserve? Do you deserve the partner that you say you want? Do you deserve that? This is about receiving what we deserve. We're no longer asking for what we desire because when you consciously know that you are 
bringing in what you deserve, you change the way you move on a soul level. So as we are in week three of our emergency detox, right? Our realignment detox. This week is about soul reparations. What you are needing to do, and I know it's the week of the holidays, so much going on. Hanukkah ends on Friday, um, and that's when Christmas is. You know, there's just a lot of beautiful things that people are wanting to be a part of, which we can't really because it's not safe, but whatever. Write a letter to you. Write a letter to the things that you think you've lost. Write a letter to the tears that you've cried. Write a letter to everything 2020 has signified personally for you in your life. Write it down. Let it out as raw as it needs to be. Everything that you have feared, everything that has come into fruition that you didn't expect, all of the things that you've had to be forced and let go of, all of the things you you view as a loss, everything that you gained, everything that you've experienced, everything that you've overcome, everything that you have allowed yourself to be a part of and everything that you were forced to be a part of that you didn't really want to. Write that out. Acknowledge those things that have penetrated you on the soul level that have caused you to be changed forever. Write it out. Write out how differently you thought 2020 would play out and acknowledge what it's brought you. Good, bad, and different, uncomfortable. Write it out. It's time to acknowledge it. It's time to accept it. It's time to deal with it. It's time to let it be known that it happened, that it occurred, that it has forever changed me and it's changed my outlook on everything from that point on. Acknowledge that. Soul reparations is about acknowledging that you're owed that. You owe yourself the healing, the recovery, the acknowledgement, the compassion, the understanding. You owe you that. It's not about anyone else giving you that. No one else can give you the worth that your soul is until you first acknowledge it so. So do it. Do it. Sit out and write it out. And it's going to be emotional if you're honest with yourself. It is going to be a little bit uncomfortable if you're honest with yourself. And it is going to make you want to scream, cry, isolate. It is going to do all of those things. But it is necessary. Because people are so accustomed of dumping their baggage on other people. People are so accustomed of giving their dumpster filled with emotional trauma, mental uh, embodiment to someone else to handle and discard and hope that it's done correctly. And when it's not done correctly, you got an issue. But why do you feel the need to delegate your baggage to someone else to handle? It's your responsibility. You handle it. You discard it. You acknowledge it. You deal with it. And then you let it go. 
It's because it's too heavy to do. It's too much. I don't have time. I don't want to do it. I'm going to let somebody else do it. Well, that's why you still in the problems that you're in because no one is designed or equipped to handle your dumpster filled with garbage but you. And so here we are, forced to deal with the truth of what lies ahead. Okay, so this week is about sitting with our souls, writing it out, identifying it, connecting with it, maneuvering within it and through it and not being afraid of what that brings up within us. You cannot be afraid of your own skeletons, your own darkness, your own drama, your own tears, your own fears. Why are you afraid of that? Because in every part of those things, strength is birth. So take this week, our week of soul reparations, as we are being grateful for everything we have, everything we are, everything we are a part of, everybody we have in our life, and allow yourself to also pay homage to everything you've lost, everything you've had to let go of, everything that you were forced to let go of that you really didn't want to, but now you understand and you're beginning to understand why it was necessary. Do that, explore that, experience what that is and what it feels like so that you can finally move forward in a way that is better for everyone and everything you further connect yourself to. Emptying out your dumpster. That's what it's about. Emptying out your dumpster. Soul reparations. Week three. Our emergency realignment detox. This is super, super important. Super imperative. And it is definitely going to help you change your life forever. So I love you guys. I love you very, very much. I look forward to this week. I look forward to us processing everything and finally releasing it so that we can begin anew. I love you guys. Until our next daily dose of energy, until our um, final week of preparation, I want you guys to be gentle with yourself, love on your family, love on the people that you are connected to and you don't have to physically be around them to do so. Honor them in spirit as well. It's necessary, it's needed. Everyone needs that. And I believe in every single one of you and I believe that every one of you have the ability to see it through. Until our next episode, bye. Thank you.